All right, Mariaki, Kofotolu, take two. Mate, pay your internet bill. It looks like you've changed locations. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it might have been me. Stitched you up. Um, oh, thanks, thanks for thanks for stopping by, uh, Mats. Really appreciate it. How's your How's your lockdown going? Yeah, it's going good, bro. I haven't done. Yeah, I haven't done much really. Just been chilling with the girls and and a lot of Netflix. Yeah, how have you found like the training side of of lockdown? What training? <laughs> nah. Yeah, I was just getting out my uh, Lenny. Lenny, one of the boys, he's keeping me honest, so he's sending me workouts. So when he texts me, or when he sends me a snap of him running, then I guess it gives me the boot up the ass to go out and do something. So, nah, nah. Yeah. So you didn't, uh, you weren't in the drive through KFC last night? Nah, 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 not me, bro. Nice. Bread and butter, bro. I'm um, good at that. So it's good to be spending some time back in New Zealand, or is your family sick of you now? Um, yeah, it was good to be home, especially with the girls. They weren't enjoying it, yeah. but yeah, not, yeah, it is what it is. Um, now, you you more than anyone would know this. It's been it feels like the preseason's been going for like a year. Is it is it hard to get motivated to train with with no like rugby games on the calendar yet? No, especially when you're injured. Yeah. <laughs> we did a did a month, just over a month of preseason. And then I uh, got injured during preseason, and I've been out since then. So I've been out what um, close to two months. Yeah. So it is hard, yeah. And it feels pretty non-stop. Like you went from Lions into Super Rugby without, and then all through summer you were training down North Park, and you were taking the guys through trainings too. Pretty non-stop. Yeah. I think for me, I don't know what to expect with the the Super because I'd never. It was kind of my my first year, so. It was good to have that group at Petoni training, or they were willing to train too, so it kept me, kept me sane for a bit. Mm. And you mentioned Lenny before, you keep in touch with the Sunwolves guys? Lots of Zoom yeah. calls? Yeah, we have a, a Zoom workout that goes live to Japanese TV once a week that we have to oh, participate nice. in. So all the boys get in amongst that. No. Now I'll take you right back to the, to the late, the late oh, mid, early 90s. Where'd your, where'd your first kind of rugby memory start? I started at uh, Fraser Park with uh, Marist. Marist before they oh, merged yeah. with um, Old Boys. Yeah, good times? Green. Yeah, good times. Um, guys that I'm still friends with now. I started at Under Five, still good friends with now. Josh Hoffman's from Huddle Boys. Uh, his old man, Tony Hoffman, coached me from Under Fives right up to on the 13s, uh, Huddle Boys. Yeah. Yeah. And then Burnett's, SBC. Yeah, yeah then Sam Burnett's. Talk, talk me through your Burnett's years. Uh, I think it was just, it was natural for me to just to go there because my brother went there. So yeah. I just kind of followed his footsteps. Um, yeah, just played, you know, the, the under 15s and then first 15. And then uh, I shot off my last year. <laughs> nice. So, yeah. How was that, that move to TA? It was different. Um, yeah. Were you accepted was, or were they oh, pretty took, hard to, to crack? Yeah. Oh, it took, it, it took uh, 
couple of games for them to kind of accept me because I was really there for rugby. I wasn't there to go <laughs> to study. But yeah. uh, that's yeah. And you mentioned your brother before that was growing up. Heaps of battles in the backyard. No. Yeah, was he good to you? Didn't beat you up? No, he's he, he good to me. I was more. I was more a little shit to him and he just accepted it right up to this day now, bro. He's real patient with me. <laughs> and uh, seventh form at, at, at T.O.T., how's your, how's your te reo? Nah, oh, rubbish now. Like, you know, you had to <laughs> learn it, obviously, when you were there. But, uh, nah. I think pity mine is just as good as pity. rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and um, talk me through, um, obviously, coming to Batonia was pretty natural for you with your brother there. What what were those? What was that first couple of seasons like coming to Patoni? I was lucky, bro. Like like I said, my transition both to Burnett's and to especially to Patoni was easy because I followed him around. So yeah, his first year was ninety, I think it was ninety seven or ninety eight. His first year at Patoni, so I was there from a young age, watching the, you know the Premier games and chasing him around and all the boys like tanking it. So transition yeah. was quite easy because they were still playing. So yeah, it was easy for me. Yeah, and you were one of those cool guys who went straight to Prem. Did you play any no Colts or Prem Reserve footy? Not that I didn't want to. Like uh, me, uh, I wanted to play 21s. Like uh, my brother recommended it just to get to yeah. know your age group and whatnot. But Daddy D had uh, diff- different plans for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, who, as well as your brother, who are some other guys, older guys who who looked after you when you you made your first first kind of Prem side? Oh, bro. You mentioned Chuck, Tank as well? Yeah, Tank, uh, Gus. Like, uh, Gus, same year as my brother in college, so... Yeah. You know, so he, he looked after me, just, um, lots. Just like an older brother. Yeah, yeah, lots. Like, all those boys treated me like a younger brother. Wooly, Mola. Mm. And do you remember Do you remember your, your debut? Yeah. Was it bro, a good it was, day? Um, it was a long day. I just, uh, I just flew back from Korea. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I, t- I touched down on that Sydney flight about midnight on the Friday night, and uh, I, we toured we we toured Brisbane preseason if you remember. All right, yeah, yeah, and then I flew to Korea straight after for six weeks, and then I get a phone call like seven thirty in the morning. It was Daddy D saying, "Oh, can you mind? Do you, do you mind sitting on the bench? Like we're short on numbers." I was like, "Oh, bro, I'll just you know I'm pretty jet lagged and whatnot." And he goes, "Oh, you won't get on. It's just more to make numbers. Just sit on the bench." And then, but it would have been twenty minutes into the game. I'm pretty much sleeping on the on the, on the sideline. I'm nervous <laughs> as well. And uh, I think Jimmy Jimmy goes down twenty minutes into the game. And then yeah, this was it was against Ori's too. Out there? Uh no, nah, at home. Two thousand and eight. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, sweet. And then you have this awesome Premier career, and then the late two thousands. Uh, you're the best seven in Wellington club rugby. You won the best and fairest award. Uh, wider Wellington training squad. Um, was there kind of frustration back then? You didn't solidify a, a spot in that Lions team. But I, I was, I was young, so like, I mean, we, I, we, me, JK, we, we obviously trained with him and, yeah, and Brad. Um, we trained in the mornings, pretty much full days, mornings. Uh, uh, late morning off and then you're back in in the afternoon 
got released before being yeah. too small. Jamie Joseph called me in before camp. The boys went into camp, said I was just too small. I uh, need to put on some weight and get a bit more physical. So, yeah, that's that's how that. And I was really, I didn't really care like at the time because I was just content with being with the boys yeah. and you know, I gave it a crack. So that ended up being all right later on. Yeah, um, what's it like now? The flip side of being kind of the senior member of the Lions team, you know, that kind of that senior leader. Oh, it's. Yeah, it's, it's, it's hard because, like, uh, I'm still kind of new to the old Midas, Midas 10 scene. Like, I'm going yeah. into, like, I think, fourth season now. So, uh, but I think they just, Gibbo, the, the coach, well, the, they brought me in. Yeah. He was uh, real big on uh, Wellington Club Rugby guys, like, just guys are from Wellington and whatnot, even though he bought dupes from <laughs> the Mackie. But he, he, was, he was quite firm on on the older boys that played a lot of club rugby to... To guide the younger fellas through. Yeah, yeah, that's good. I think guys like you, especially, and like Willie Moala and Tank, I think, were robbed of like you know not playing more Wellington Lions games. Um, what about highlights in the set? Or what were your memorable ones? Uh, oh, like you know, like we spoke about my first game. Obviously, because my brother yeah. played for for Batoni. That was kind of a goal for mine to play premiers, but not as as quickly as it happened, but, you know, yeah. it ended up being all good. Um, my first McBain, that was, uh, we played at Petunia, I think, and we won, I think it was 15 nil. That was, that, that was, I didn't really know what McBain was. Like, yeah. You know, I, I, everyone spoke about it, but I don't know what it was about, why we actually hated Hello Boys, because I played, obviously, at the back end of my junior rugby for them. Because we made the merge from yeah. Maris to, to Hutt. But, um, yeah, that was like you go out to warm up and it's no one really there. And then you're, you're so focused on your warm up and you're jogging back into the tunnel and grandstands full, people are screaming at you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you don't really realize until that first whack, too, you know. It's, there's definitely a step up in those games. Um, what about through your, through your time, Batoni, some, some favorite Lucy's to play with? Oh, you knew I was going to... <laughs> You're trying to get a plug-in for yourself. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, to, to be honest, like I enjoyed playing with you in, uh, in Perry. Um, Creep Creep was another good one to play with. Creep, like, Creep he, was good, man. Creep was underrated. He, yeah, he just, he just had a motor on him. He just went hard, mm. both on and off the field. Um, Did you catch any? Was Dwayne still when you made your start? Was Dwayne still playing? Nah. Oh yeah, no, nah, he Just was playing. He, yeah, no. Nah, actually, he played a couple. I think I played one game with him. With him, man. A couple. Yeah, can't really remember. Yeah, ob- obviously, uh, Hud. He's a bit of a weapon. Yeah. Oh, bro, you can't. Like Josh. He's he's a slippery. Eh? Mm. It was. Um, he made things easy. He just ran off them. Uh, guy, like, guy, Uppy. Yeah, he, he was, was just—he was, was tough. He was tough. Mm-hmm. Like that's where I kind of learned what tough was. <laughs> Training against mm-hmm. that guy. Yeah, um, Jim Morgan too. You mentioned earlier. Yeah, he might Jim, struggle with the with the new uh, with the new head knock protocols. The head knock protocols. Yeah, the old scrambled <laughs> eggs there. Um, give me a couple of uh, 
memorable nights at the club or, or you're walking through the club room doors, who do you want to see uh, at the bar? Bro, my, earlier on was uh, every home game we used to, uh, I used to um, me, Tank and Gus and Gups. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, oh, even lots, Gus. lots used to be, in a, we, we used to drink a bottle of, uh, on a special, special occasion, like a special game. We used to drink a bottle of um, Red Label Smirnoff in the, in the Premier's change room. What used to be the Premier's change room is the women's change room now. Oof. We used to have, have a few there and then go into the change room. But probably those guys, because they, they still, I didn't have to pay for anything. <laughs> so, yeah. so, so those guys and probably Dion. <laughs> yeah. Um, Gaps is so good in the club rooms, eh? Real yeah. just silent assassin. He, yeah, uh, just, he just, sinks just a your... fair bit of us. Just the platoon, you mean they like uh, they'll go hard on the field and then off the field, you know, they'll look after you on it, they'll look after you off it too. So that was, yeah, yeah, yeah. some great guys there. Um, we had we had a few questions coming. Do you reckon there's some uh Tonga caps on the cards? Oh, bro, um, oh, me and, oh, me and my manager have been talking about it, but you know, we've got we're planning a couple of things, uh. You know, I'm, I'm 30 now, going on 31, so I don't really have too long in my playing career. So we're just trying to try and take care of my family at the moment. So mm. that comes that comes across the, the, better, the best move for me. Then hopefully I get in amongst it. But uh, Tonga haven't looked this way last few years, so I'm not holding my breath. And you've done some, um, you've played overseas heaps, and you've been to some some cool places. Talk me through um, <laughs> Sri Lanka. Obviously, they're, they're rugby mad over there. Yeah, oh, I think that was my downfall of not making the loans. I was always going off doing little stints like that, but yeah. I wouldn't change it. That kind of awesome molded, experience. Yeah, experience and kind of molded my, my journey to what it is today. Sri Lanka, well, I knew nothing about it. I, Wally Mai used to play sevens for Samoa, and he played for Wainui. He just goes, oh, talks you... You can't come to Sri Lanka with me, and I thought he was taking the piss. And then did a bit of research, and you know, guys like uh, Fat Tonu was there. Yeah. Um, Joe Collins was there too. He he'd gone done a stint there. So, bro, I just I was doing nothing. I was like you just chilling with JK and pissed playing club rugby. So, yeah. And they played a summer. And Sri Lanka was good people, good good guys over yeah, there. Awesome, awesome, bro. Um, rugby's been there longer than New Zealand. Andy Leslie told me. I didn't have oh, no yeah? clue. So, they had huge crowds. Like, we'd get, uh, no exaggeration, we'd get 15,000 if it's the right, the right two teams. Yeah. It's their most popular sport, isn't it? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Well, neck and neck with cricket, maybe. Yeah, well, that's what, that's, that's what I've, the, the, they said when I was there. I don't know if they were just blowing yeah. that up or... But, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was definitely an experience. <laughs> yeah. Some uh, dusty pitches. Uh, no, nah, bro, they were surprisingly mean, bro. Real good? Like, yeah, they were real good. Part when it, they got the, the rain, typhoons come in. Like, they called the games off because the lightning's quite low there. But, Jeez. bro, the pitches are pretty mean. They look after it, eh? And um, talk a bit about your time in um, Romania with uh, with Willie and the boys. Romania? Are you guys training it. hard or? Uh, yeah, oh, we just team, we... team bonding hard. Now nah, we were coached. They took it pretty serious because we were coached by Chester Williams, bro. So, oh yeah. So he was funny enough. He was our Ford's coach. 
And um, yeah, Chester, maybe that's where um, maybe that's where Pity got the inspiration. Yeah, yeah. Or Pity just always wanted to be a, a proper hooker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what was Chester Chester Williams like in person? Oh, he was a good man, bro. He was a humble man. Yeah. Um, he loved us Kiwis because we'd get on the piss and then train the next day. Like you know, he yeah. kind of kept his group kind of just as us, but. That was another experience, you know, but it was easy because Galau was there, so. Yeah. And then a couple of other boys, like from Wellington, Barokin, Ginlau, uh, Roy's little brother, um, yeah. Andrew, Andrew Pahulu, he'd played for Ori's, so. Yeah, I just, they were all played for the same team, so there was like four or five of us from Wellington, so we just played hard and got on the piss hard. And have you caught up with Willie lately? How's he going over there with his young family? Yeah, he's got good. He's got two now, two girls. Mm. Two girls? Yeah, two girls. They um they were here. He brought his eldest daughter here. I think it was 2010. And my my eldest, oh my youngest, oh my eldest, sorry, Miriam Nasheed, got along with Willie's Willie's oh, nice. daughter Hazel. Nice. And um, obviously before you you started playing Sunwolves, you did some seasons in Japan too with uh, Gus. What was that like? Yeah, that happened quite quick. Like like I said, with, I was telling you before that Jamie pulled me into the office and kicked me out of the team. I said I was too small, why not? And then Gus rang me the following week and said that oh, I heard that you'd been released. And then I was on the plane the week after. Jeez. Into Hokkaido out there in, um, in Japan. That was, and yeah, then good times up there? Who are you playing yeah, for up times. there? Uh, the Hokkaido Barbarians. Oh, nice. Good times there. Like, uh, winters, winters were rough there because uh, that's... that's oh, yeah, um, so you ski and snowboard territory, so... Frozen. But, uh, but yeah, oh, that transition was easy too because of, of Gus, obviously. Like, I've known him since yeah. I was five, pretty much. Yeah. So Plenty of sake. Heaps of sake. Like, they have a thing called the um, Bear Festival there. And so it's one of the biggest bear festivals they have in the world, too. Nice. But, and did that make... Do you feel like that made... Um, Playing for the Sun was a lot easier. You already had that knowledge of Japan, and and you'd, you'd been there and experienced it for a bit. Yeah, a lot easier. Like uh, I knew, like you know, knew a few, few words, and I kind of knew their customs and some of their rituals yeah. they do. So the transition with me was quite easy. But but we had a translator, so we had two translators, so it was easier. Oh, so the coach would just be babbling away in Japanese, and then our translator Josh would be screaming it back to us and. Off we went. Nice. And how's your, your Japanese is still, you're still working on that? Oh, it's hard when you've got a translator with you 24-7. Yeah. And can you, can the... you, can you order four beers for me in Japanese quickly? Uh, no, nah, I could. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. <laughs> the beer chat. Oh, just beeru onigashimasu, yotsu. There you go. Natural. Um, now I've got some McBain questions here for you. Uh, Nick Risden went through the same uh, same questions. So, number one, do you remember your first your first McBain? Yeah, first McBain was two thousand and eight. We played at home. We won that fifteen nil. Sam Rash pretty much run the game himself. Nice. And um, and your best personal memory in a McBain game was it that same game or? Yeah, probably. The, oh, yeah, that just not knowing what it was. And then kind of just kind of discovering what it was on the field, like just with the 
just the filth on the thing. Like, yeah. <laughs> right, oh, those boys said like things um, to, to me that like now I'm just thinking, man, uh, those were some scary times. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, and Do you have any? Probably that 216 one we played on that Sunday. All right, yeah. Played at Petoni. That, that was a huge. That was one of the, probably the biggest crowd we've had at, yeah. the, at the club there. That was a great day. Um, any any worse McBain memories? Any shockers? <laughs> Losing. Um, probably that one we got pumped for like forty something points. Like uh, it wasn't that we played bad. It was just everything. The harder we tried, the, the worse it got for us. Yeah, I can't remember what year it was, but. I remember shelling a kickoff and losing the game. It was a terrible day. I don't think I drank that night. Um, <laughs> you've touched on this a bit, um, but do you think there's more of a focus around McBain, especially that that lead up that week week of training? Yeah, yeah. That's always like round one. That's always your goal. Yeah, is to get through that McBain week and then you're. You're planning, you know, trying to get to Jubilee Cup. But, uh, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, I think one guy that kind of um, told me what McBain was, not so much in actions, but just the way he carried himself game day was tanky. Yeah. Like, uh, he never said much, like, until uh, he had a few beers and got the guitar on him and started jamming songs. But, like, I remember every McBain, bro, he'd just be walking around, like, I'd sit next to him, especially at home. I'd sit next to the rubbish bin. As you walk in on the left, I've sat there from day one. He'd just be cruising, like, show no emotion. Guys were, like, nervous. You see guys spewing. And then your tank would go out there and he'd be another... <laughs> it'd be a different man, bro, like... Yeah. And that was always yeah. McBain, like, you know, you just... You could feel a different energy from guys like him, lots. You know? Yeah. Um... During your time, do you think that intensity has changed or it's just, just always hardcore, always the same? Yeah. Uh, it's kind of, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously everyone knows what McBain was, but if only a couple, of, a few of those, the guys that I played, played with in this back end of my, my McBain games were, they just seen what it meant to the, some of those older boys, like, like the Bushies, the Jonathans, you know, that had their, like, especially Johnny, like his old man, and, you know, his slayed in it, and what it meant to those guys, like, it wasn't just, like, you know, it wasn't just a game, it was like a, it was personal, it was personal, yeah. like, you just didn't want to loosen him. And, um, you want to name drop a couple of uh, eagles you always love battling with? Um, a tough one was uh, my first one was, was Frushy. He punched me square in my. <laughs> I got. I think I got yellow carded. My first McBain. We we got into a bit of a fight first ten minutes. He he, yeah. he just he, he he was like a just dirt in your ear. Yeah. And um, Rizzy, just how he can like yeah he just he could always hear him bro and. If, if he wasn't talking, you could still hear him, and it was, mm. it was something that you know, and and how he controlled, yeah, how he how he controlled both. He, well, even watching him play in that 
that Barbarian's team, bro, just had controls again. He was mm. a guy that just got in your nerve because he just placed himself in the right areas, put kicks in the right spots. Knew, like, you know, when we were on the pump, you'd be, be under your skin. Um, yeah. Him, who else? Jace, his brother. I yeah. Hated, hated playing him. Good man. Like, you know, we got, we wasn't until about four years, four or five years into McBain that, you know, I learned that it was, you know, on the field, you, you leave what's on the field and then, you go out and have a few beers with a few, a few beers with the boys. Yeah, no, the Jason he was... a, he's he's a terrible bloke. Yeah. Terrible bloke. No, but I had a few a... beers with him actually on Zoom the other night. Yeah, he, he's, he's a player uh, and a half, bro. Um, um, who else? Kingy, Michael Kingsbury. Yeah, he was he... good for a while there, eh? He was yeah, I re- well, I remember one game he scored 20-odd points, I think it was, in the McBain. Like, he pretty much mm. won in the... Yeah, those are those are the guys, guys, kind of guys that stuck out. Simons, you know, like the autos, like just, just hard. <laughs> yeah. All right, here's one. You've got a um, date one, marry one, and dump one. The Jubilee Cup, Swindale Shield, and McBain. So what? You got a date one. You got to dump one of them, marry one of them, and and one's a one-off date. So I've got marry the. Was it McBain? Jubilee Cup, Swindale Shield, McBain. Yeah, I'd marry the the the, the McBain. Ooh, Just was that that that's given me so many asses that that game both sides. Mm. Um, dumped the Jubilee was like <laughs> I <haven't> touched it. <laughs> so that's out of reach. <laughs> yeah. Then, yeah. Um. Any more? Any more rivalries or anything? You didn't have any family in that over at Hutt Old Boys? Good mates you loved um, playing against? Oh, like I said, by Josh Hoffman. I've played with him since I was five. Mm-hmm. He coached me. He was, I played him a couple of years. Um, yeah, as much as you hate them, you, you get along with them. <laughs> yeah. As, as much as, yeah. as you hate the club, you get along with the, the boys from over the bridge. Mm. And um, last question here for you, Mutz. Um, what's your obsession with pockets and how many do you think you've collected over the years? <laughs> Jesus. But I don't even know what that... It was um, Tank, bro. Tank and Gups, for some reason, they just always used to go around ripping people's pockets on the yeah, shirts. and you've, you've taken over. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> well, I've been to heaps of clubs and ripped pockets, like Ori's, I've got Ori's one, I've got Moss one. <laughs> If you if you told me earlier, I would have bought them out. I've got them in storage somewhere. Yeah, no, nice. I remember. Elvis. I think I think he might have done it one game at Avalon, and there might have been a wee dust up. Actually. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was good. <laughs> that was good in my cousin Solo. That's um, sweet. Hey, thanks for um, thanks for your time, Mutz. Really appreciate. it. Hopefully, get you down at the uh, get down the club rooms for a jug soon. Yeah, for sure, bro. Cheers for having me. Have you got, are there any, any plans? Have, have you heard from the Sunvals? Any inside scoop of when there might be more rugby? Well, all I know is that we do our, they sent us a program. <laughs> They've sent us a program for the next three, oh, four weeks. This was two weeks ago. And then we do that Zoom once a week. Yeah. For, for um, TV back, uh, back in Japan. But yeah, haven't heard too much, eh? So it's, it's uncertain times, really. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's a bit crazy.
hey uh, thanks mate really appreciate it catch you right soon. Then, bro. Sweet, cheers later